Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Smoking Guns. I'm your co-host Jose. And I'm your co-host Daily. And today we're going to be talking about um, kind of the structure in which we're we're going to direct the show. And we're going to interview each other so that way you get a better feel for our personalities and things like that. So I hope you enjoy the show and let's jump right into it. Alright, so we're going to jump right into... Um, our interview questions, so I'm going to ask Zaylee a couple questions, and we're going to get her answer. You ready, Zaylee? Yep. Alrighty. Um, let's start with something really, really simple. Like, uh, what was the last book you read? The last book I read was, um, I know it was a book by Deepak Chopra, but... I don't remember the name. Are you working on it right now? Like, yeah, I am. Mm, how are you liking it? So far, it's really good. He has a lot of good analogies. Um, as far as like day-to-day problems that we have in our life that he compares to um, kind of how our bodies work together as a community to keep us alive and keep us living healthy. Um, and that if we lived our lifestyle like our body cells do, then we wouldn't be as toxic as we are nowadays. Well, what do you mean like our bodies do? Like our cells do? What analogy are you talking about? So, um, he has this, um, so he has a whole bunch of, I think it's like seven or eight different points, uh, where he talks about like... The union between cells, how the cells like don't really have a choice on whether to re- to to like to communicate with another cell, so like they just all do it because it's out of the well being of their host, of the basically the body they're in. Mm-hmm. So like they don't like. So he compared the cells communicating with every cell without without option basically, to how we shouldn't. Like, either hold grudges against people or not talk to specific people or be polite to people just because of, like... Maybe their political beliefs or even things like that. No, I definitely see that. Like, I feel like in this era of Trump, um, so to speak, like in this era of Trump, we have a lot of people who aren't talking to people for who they voted for Mm -hmm. or their political stances or biases. Um, When I feel like... We really shouldn't be doing that. Like, even if we really, truly hate someone, yeah. or we really, truly hate a decision that they've made, um, we should still be able to sit down and have, like... A civil discussion about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, uh, in my opinion, that's really the only way that you can... Truth- Work through a problem. Exactly, exactly. Um, what would you view... Oh, so, in terms of this analogy yep. with for the cells... I'm assuming that individual people are the cells. What would you consider the body? So, as in his analogy, he doesn't really talk about the body. He mainly just talks about what's within the body. Because he views, like... He views things as your creator... 
of the world. Like, everything around you is a byproduct of your decision. And so, basically, he goes into basically taking over your own life because instead of thinking, oh, if this person um, did A, B, and C, then my life wouldn't wouldn't have been impacted. But instead, you should reflect on yourself and see what decisions you made that led up to either something bad happening to you. Like, um, because I know that there are situations where maybe something has happened to you at complete random and you had zero control over it. Yeah. But... You can, like, you can do a lot with that situation. You can, the, how you react is important and realizing that you are a creator. You, like, your eyes are able to take, like, the information that it's receiving and turn it into, like, a vivid picture. Mm -hmm. Even though, like, that's not, like, really what our eyes are seeing. No, I know what you're saying. So basically, using our senses, like, we have this ability to kind of sense everything around us and, like, be able to paint this visual picture and live in this reality. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really following what, you, what you're leading into with it. So, um, as far as our senses, our, our smell, touch, taste... Um, hearing, um, sight, sight. So as far as though, as far as those go, he likes to do exercises where you like try not to use those senses and you try to basically just self reflect and feel, Mm. um, um, in any situation basically because... I feel like senses can impact your judgment, your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to... I'll be honest, I lost my train of thought. Have you ever heard of uh, walking meditation? No. So basically, like, it's like um, meditation, right? So in meditation, you're supposed to kind of reflect, um, think, but also feel and not mm-hmm. think at the same time. And... Uh, for a lot of people, that's very difficult. For me in particular, it's very difficult because I, I, I just can't sit still for a long yeah. time. But it's like I practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, but walking meditation is basically being able to like uh, consciously like reflect and, and feel and kind of get a read for everything as it's going on. Um, and so it's basically being able to take like a conscious self, uh, step back. Mm-hmm. And observing while also, like, taking in a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a really cool idea. But uh, I feel like that's something that I want to get into. But I cannot master yeah. walking <laughs> meditation <laughs> without being able to just sit down yeah. and meditate on my own. It's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was the best movie that you've seen in the past year? The best movie... I think it was a movie we watched recently that I was like, oh my god, this is, like, my favorite movie. 
Hmm. What movie? What happened? What happened? What movies have we seen recently? Oh, we've watched a lot. Um, we've seen. Um, what's what's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. We just saw that. Um, I really really liked the cinematography in that. Yeah, movie. that was a good movie. I really liked the the cinematography of it, but I feel like the plot was bouncing around in ways that didn't connect for me until the very end, and it. And if that, it was very loose. Um, but I really do like the movie. I just feel like it was a lot of time spent, but not a lot of time spent well. Yeah. Um. And that's really weird for me because I love Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I really like his movies as well. There was a, um, we saw The Hateful Eight recently. Um, that was that was a while ago. It was like about um I guess a bounty hunter taking in a woman and they stepped out a cabin and um basically uh here's a it's a major spoiler but um everybody ends up dying. That was a great movie too. I liked that movie. That was one of my favorite movies of the year. Not my favorite yet. But um yeah. Who are the characters? Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and then a couple people that I don't think you would remember by name. Yeah, I don't think. And then we also saw earlier Ooh. this year. We watched a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies this year. What was... Um, what was that movie called? With, um... No, it wasn't my bedroom. Honestly, this is a really hard question for me. I have a really difficult time picking favorites. I also, I don't know if it was within the year, but... No, I'm pretty sure it was, but when we saw... Technically, it's last year. Us? Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, I was literally talking about that one. Us is, was my favorite movie of the that year. That was a really good movie. Um, That's directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, there's just so much to catch. Yeah, like, there really is so much to plot, catch. From the plot, from like the imagery, like different like um easter eggs yes superb movie overall like plot points hit the cinematography was beautiful um symbolism symbolism on on key like everything hit 10 for 10 and then like we left the theater and all we could do was think about the movie yeah that's how you know that's what i look for in a movie going experience mm-hmm. like i want to i want to walk away from the movie and Still and then be the watching en- it. The entire car ride home, you're literally just discussing yeah, things about the movie. Exactly, exactly. Like, exactly. Um, so I think I'll I'll say that that was my favorite movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. I'm gonna go with that too. Um, what's been your proudest achievement? My proudest achievement. I think right now my proudest achievement is all the work that I have done. Like, I've done some work in the past towards starting um, streaming. Yeah. Um, streaming video games. Um, and as far as like making graphics for my channel, um, 
I also like I took classes in in college for um like digital design which basically is like a wide or like umbrella to cover um like the different types of digital design there are like there's animation there's photography there's um like graphic design like logos business cards lettering like letterheads um like it's just a wide variety of different things that you can like as a designer you can create digitally and so I was able to use that towards um, working on what I wanted as far as um, business opportunities and as far as streaming opportunities. Um, so I'm really proud that I have come to a place where I actually have a whole setup and I got like professional gear, I got my Elgato, um, I got my camera set up, my, my Canon. EOS Rebel T6 setup, um, working on getting that used as a webcam, um, and I already created a Twitch account, so I'm going to start streaming on that, but yeah, I'd say that that was my best nice. achievement. Nice, nice. Hmm, that's really cool. Alright. What was yours? Hmm, I was, mine... I don't know. I think my proudest achievement. My proudest achievement would probably be one from like when I was like in fre- a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I think I I filmed a documentary on student like um undoc undocumented um immigrants mm-hmm. and. I interviewed a lot of people that, like, a lot of the people that I was working with on the film, um, were kind of the main characters, Mm -hmm. and so I followed their stories, learned about their families, how they kind of came to America, and for what reasons, um, we produced the film, and had a showing at one of our, one of the colleges in Worcester, and... A lot of not a not a lot of people came, but like we filled up like a college room, yeah. and people saw it, and it was really fun. It was a, a great time. We went to a couple of shows. We did a couple panels, like that sounds one or really, two. Like yeah. really interesting. I wish I could have watched this. Nah, same. I wish I had a copy. Um, I would be able to. I should be able to find one, but um. Well, we I did that, and it was just I felt so, like proud of myself I got I was able to put this piece together with these Mm -hmm. people and like you worked on it hard and then you were able to publish it and then like mad people seen it yeah exactly like your work was like it was really gratifying yeah and so I think that's why I want to get into film Mm -hmm. and making film um because I really want to chase chase that feeling Mm -hmm. um of being able to kind of create something and have people interact with it and, you know, really even yeah. enjoy it. So I guess that would that'd be mine. What's your, like, what's your greatest regret? My greatest regret. 
I think my greatest regret would be putting too much pressure on myself to kind of know what I want to do with my life at a very young age and I always tried to push myself to be more responsible and like just stronger as far as mentally my mentality um I think it is because I felt like I needed to be like I needed to measure up to my mom as far as my responsibility how I handle situations and my ability to persevere and survive Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I looked at these things and pressured myself to a point where like those were basically like the only things I thought about and I think it was very overwhelming considering that I started thinking that and like having that mentality like when I was very very young um, and not up until recently I've really tried to actually complete and like start and finish like a project that I really am passionate about like I care about it um and so yeah Lord. I feel like it's funny that my biggest regret is almost opposite of yours like I feel like because I've known what I've wanted for such a long time my biggest regret is not having begun chasing it sooner. Mm. Uh, or become, like, or put more work into it. Like, I feel like I've put, like, energy in so many places, including it, that I really haven't been able to, to buckle down and... And focus on it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, now that I feel like I'm in a stable place in life... Um, I don't have many distractions. I can really dedicate myself to it, which is something that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and I'm really trying to live my life with no regrets. Like that was my biggest regret. And, um, I want to kind of build the person that I become, um, from it. Uh, so I'll, yeah. Um let's see. Uh what would you say like all right, let's say you know how Naruto has like I'm going to be Hokage one day or like people just have like their mantras. Right. Like if you had one sentence like your mission statement I guess, what would it be? I feel that. That's a toughie. I'm going to say... Um, you ever seen Meet the Robinsons? No. Wait. Oh. So, basically... It's meet... the animated version, right? Yeah, it's an animated movie. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm going to describe it anyway. Forward. Yes, keep moving forward. <laughs> uh, it's just like he's this young scientist and none of his experiments really work out, but he's mm-hmm. smart. And so he's always like experimenting and creating new technology or whatever and just just day by day he's he's getting he's doing stuff. He's moving forward. Yeah, he's moving forward. And you know, he he keeps being let down by himself or mm-hmm. the people around him and he finds that in the future uh which he teleports to uh based on his own like technology um he just re- rediscovers how to believe in himself and that keep moving forward like motto has straight up wrong with me from like <laughs> The very since the first time I've saw I've seen the movie, oh, uh, yeah. So that's why I like that. All right. So now I'm going to interview you and ask you some questions. Um. So, who would you say is your favorite character in My Hero Academia? Um, hmm, right now, uh, so I'm not caught up in the manga at all, and so I'm only speaking based off of what I have seen, but, uh, season four has really changed my mind about Kirishima, like, Kirishima was always in my top five, but right now, I just have to say that he's really like inspiring me I got not that he's inspiring me but um I emphasize with I empathize with his character a lot like uh I feel like he's this is these are this is spoiler territory but um Kirishima was not always the bravest man you know Mm -hmm. he was not always the bravest kid and it shows in that he couldn't save a couple people as he was when he was a student in middle school Mm -hmm. and um he was really hard on himself about that and he just he was really hard on himself about his confidence and um but and he and he didn't feel like that he was born with the best quirk um and those types of feelings i definitely can i definitely felt them as a kid you know i definitely was around there and he kind of as he is now, he continues to step up, and, like, every time he's afraid, he continues to, like, push through his limits. He doesn't have the this iron will like uh, Deku, but uh, even when his will is broken, you know, he yeah. gets back up. And I really like that about his character, and I really liked watching that this, this season, and I cannot wait to see what happens next. Yeah. Um, we also haven't seen much of, like, the students that weren't um weren't a part of that mission to see um eerie yeah the students so far the none of the students like todoroki yeah barely saw him bakugo barely seen him so i'm sure that they definitely have some character development in store for them as well facts yeah exactly the season's not over we still have another couple of episodes um but we know that right after this it's gonna be bakugo and Todoroki territory mm-hmm. because they're going into get their license exams back. Or they're going into like their remedial classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see some of that action. Um 
but yeah, the students that don't have, um, the students that didn't get internships, uh, they basically got, got, are going nowhere. They're just going to class. And so nothing exciting is really happening with them. Uh, but I can't wait to see when something does happen to them because they have some people that I love too. Like my boy Aoyama with the belly button laser. Yeah. I love that belly button laser. <laughs> love it. Honestly, if you look back at the licensing licensing exam, I feel like when you watch the entire like the whole exam, you like think, "Wow, like this shit's kind of crazy." Like like they have all these like people with quirks like basically battling each other. Yeah, they're literally fighting each other to see who is who can survive and <laughs> be the like, next I hero. I feel like they were just really really like I feel like that was a really hard exam and I feel like Deku just fought like a major villain. Yeah, facts. <laughs> like we've come so far from like that like they're so much more stronger literally like, they know the, how to use their quirks now they're basically pros he's literally been on his first pro mission yes i can't believe how how it weaved so quickly into it like <laughs> he let the license exam just finished then he fought bakugo and he, he was boom, like pro hero broom pro hero it's crazy oh so much has happened <laughs> all right um Okay, so, what is something people assume about you that is incorrect? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty hard person to assume things about. Mm, I guess a lot of people don't think that I'm as interested in, like, reading than I am like a lot of the time when I'm like oh yeah I want to read or I, I like reading people are like wow you read bro that's crazy but I also don't know if that's like it might a societal be, thing yeah like a lot like of people don't read of, yeah I that's crazy I feel like more people should read yeah I feel like I don't really hear about people reading books nowadays do you think people just don't talk about it um I think both. I and I also think that people read ebooks. Mm, so, that's true. But reading ebooks count. Reading ebooks totally count. I mean, it's kind of listening to a podcast. Is is reading an ebook different from reading a book? Mm. I, is it not just the screen? Okay, I think okay, it's just sub, the you substantial text. Other than that. There's not much that I would say people will misjudge about me. Okay. Um, I have no more questions, so we can move on to the next segment. Sounds good. Alright, so in terms of structure for the show, um, what have you been thinking about? So, I've been thinking about making Thursday... Our recording day mm-hmm. so we would prep on Tuesdays and then Thursday we will record um, I think that way we can get more background information about any topics that we want to talk about and we can bring interesting 
facts and articles and other medias into um, the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree that um, when it comes to the topics, we can be more basically ready to present. Yep. Um, kind of our our conversation would flow more smoothly because we'd have uh, the knowledge and the facts to back mm-hmm. it up. I see what you're saying. Um, what types of things are you interested in talking about? Or like how many segments per show are we doing and or like how many topics in a, mm-hmm. during an episode so i feel like we should aim to have two topics that are kind of related but not really like i don't want so it to be each too of us? far off um i mean we could just pick two topics mm, that's what i thought okay and then we would both research things about those. Okay. Um, but yeah, so two like, um, two topics, and then we would just, those would be the two segments, and um, overall we should try to aim for, I would say, four to five segments a show. Mm. Um obviously the intro and then segment segment we could also have like an intermission if you wanted to or um we could and the outro so that's around five yeah i mean so this is what i'm thinking right so if we did three segments right right we could have a topic for each segment right and what each topic would be in like a different sector like or based on a different idea like we could have one segment be like music uh-huh. one segment be like pop culture yeah one segment be like political or whatever our interests are yeah and we could kind of either stick to those that's those segments or th- that style of things that we talk about and talk about the same things uh-huh. or we could kind of um just talk do a about, different yeah bunch of ideas exactly Exactly. Um, like, and then we could do it that way. Mm-hmm. So we'd have, like, maybe 10, 15-minute segments talking about each of these. Um, we should totally figure out, like, a, uh, an intro sound, like a music for the intro. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should make, like, an intro noise where it's just, like, what if it's, like, um, some, what's it called when you're, like, Oh, what if it's we do like some ASMR type shit, <laughs> where it's like ah, smoking <laughs> yeah. into the, the the mic. Yeah, some ad libs. Yeah, maybe add like some lo-fi hip hop behind that. <laughs> That'd be dope. I like lo-fi hip hop a lot. And then the sound of a a spark, and that's mm. where the conversation starts. Like okay. we're sparking conversation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, was there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Wise? I mean, I'm super, I'm super hopeful that, um, the audience will interact with us. Like, um, like I want you guys to feel comfortable enough to like post something or comment a topic for us to talk about something that interests you. Just let us know how you're feeling. 
Yeah, you could also, like, join the conversation, um, like, comment your views um, on some of the topics, uh, anything that you would like to share, that'd be pretty dope. On top of that, um, I want to have, what if we had, like, a segment specifically for a guest? Because I'm super interested in having multiple people uh-huh. on here because I want to use it as a stage for dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what if, what if, ever, not every every episode, but every once in a while we had a fourth segment and that would be, like, um, maybe an interview slash conversation where we just get a feel for the person, talk to them about things they like, like... We should have conversations with them beforehand. So that way we get an interest for what they know, things that we can talk about. Yeah. Maybe do some research on that person. And that would really kind of sculpt us uh, and our interviewer skills. Like we could, you know, use that skill one day and interview people mm-hmm. on a real scale. And also, um, it would just make us easier to, it would, it would help practice our talking as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something to look forward to, um, cause we could really bring on, we have, you know, we could always bring on yeah, friends we've had, amount of friends. yeah, we could bring Nikifa on, we've had Alex on the show, um, Brett was here, but he wasn't talking, yeah, exactly, but one day, maybe we'll yeah. get him to talk, uh, yeah, things of that nature, so, is there anything else that you're interested in adding to the show? Um, not really. Mm. But I think that... There's even a segment we could do where, like, what if we just had a segment where we spun a random wheel of topics? Yeah. And we just picked the topic off and that was our segment. Um, so there are so many things that we could do. I'm really interested in kind of taking these ideas that we've already sp- just spoken about and kind of extrapolating them and figuring out how well we can talk about so that's been our show uh don't forget to hit that subscribe button smoking guns um so it looks like we're gonna try to post for every thursday it's been a great night i've been your co-host jose oh and i'm your co-host saley uh and be safe with guns and don't forget to smoke